The Chicago Bulls finished the game on a 49-29 run to seal a big win over the San Antonio Spurs, a game in which it saw Andre Drummond have his best game of the season for the Chicago Bulls, leading the Bulls with box score plus minus of plus 30. We're going to talk about it all, the impact of the big three, and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bulls news and content. All right, Bulls fans, the Bulls took care of business today against the San Antonio Spurs, a game in which saw, you know, the, the starters not have to play as many minutes as they did. Like, yeah, they were Zach Levine, still over 30. Vooch only with 24 minutes played. He's going to be big as we face the Memphis Grizzlies tomorrow. But Andre Drummond, that's going to be the story of this game. Nine for nine from the field, 15 rebounds, one assist, three steals, one block, three turnovers, only one personal foul, and 21 points. Andre Drummond with the highest box plus minus on the team of plus 30, followed by DeMar DeRozan with a box score plus minus of plus 32. He goes 8 of 17 from the field. Nikola Vucevic in only 24 minutes goes 22 points, 12 rebounds, four assists, one steal, two blocks. Vooch also was balling, but like I said, Drummond's going to be the story of the game, rightfully so. We also had Zach Levine chipping in 20 points. He goes 7 of 14 from the field, 5 of 5 from the free throw line. Four assists, I mean, four rebounds, three assists for Zach Levine. A game in which Zach had a cold like second quarter and half of a third quarter and then came alive with the rest of the team. Patrick Williams and Iota Sumu both in double digits as well. We got to see some Dalen Terry. We got to see Tony Bradley. This team took care of business, winning over a 24 point win over the San Antonio Spurs. This was a needed win. The Bulls now move to one game below 500 with the chance. To get to 500 for the first time in months against the Memphis Grizzlies tomorrow night. Now, we'll talk about that. We'll have a preview episode where we're going to talk about that matchup. So, we're not going to talk about that a little bit too much right now. The Bulls are the ninth seed. They have the chance to be the eighth seed tomorrow with a win. And we'll see what they can do. But if nothing else, Drummond has now shown why you need to play him. As long as he's not getting in foul trouble, Drummond needs to be balling out for the Chicago Bulls. But this is a fun game to watch. Six six players in double figures uh, for the Chicago Bulls in this game. Everybody who checked in for the Bulls in this game scored a point. Even Dalen Terry, even Tony Bradley coming in with some garbage time, him scoring two points from the free throw line. At the end of the day, this was one of the better Bulls games in a game in which, yes, they faced an inferior opponent. The San Antonio Spurs are only 14 wins on the season. But as we know with this Bulls team, the Bulls have not played well against those teams, and especially when the Spurs came back and took the lead briefly, uh, leading by five, you know, those are games where the Bulls typically do lose against young, scrappy teams playing with energy. The Bulls said, uh-uh. Drummond mainly said, uh-uh. Y'all too small to guard me. You can't stop me. And it was good to see. It was This is just a fun win. And the Bulls, is it, yes, this wasn't a, a marquee win for them or anything in the season considering you're facing the Spurs team, but you know, a great way to build some momentum before they go on the road for the next three games. The Bulls are on the road. They don't play again at home until next Monday against the Orlando Magic. But they're on the road against Memphis, against Brooklyn, against Cleveland all this week. And we'll see what this Bulls team can do. But for the first time, the Bulls are playing with some some momentum. Three-game winning streak right now that they're on. They've won four out of the last five. The Bulls right now are playing some of the best basketball we've seen from them. And the key thing in some of these games has been even when Zach isn't scoring, we get contributions from players. Patrick Williams playing with his head up, 
not being as passive. Iodasumu's playing with a new level of confidence as we've seen. He's now working on four straight games, scoring in double figures for Iodasumu, a stretch that we haven't seen from him in a while this season. The Bulls are playing some of their best basketball, and this is where the Bulls need to make their move. Heading into the All-Star break, now with six games left after this game before the All-Star break, this is the time for the Bulls to make their move. That's it. This is where they need to make their move at. Can they do it? We'll see. We'll see. But we've seen this Bulls team before go on these winning streaks, win games like this, and then they start shitting the bed. This is where the Bulls need to start building some momentum. And if they can build that momentum to finish this out, heading into the All-Star break, then come out of the All-Star break with even more momentum, that, that, that it's going to be an interesting back half of the season for this team. But woulda, coulda, shoulda, we'll see what that all entails for this Bulls team. Let's go ahead and get into your comments. Wouldn't be post-game show without you. We got one above all in the building that says, we've been begging Billy to play Drummond, and Drummond has been responding now with the minutes. Evan Lick, uh, I swear if we turn that monster into a mf -er named Willie, I'm done, bro. You cannot give up Drummond at this point now. You, you cannot. Hernan says uh, they were too small for Drummond. Yeah, Drummond was just bodying out there. Alex Lorez says, give Drummond the playing time he deserves. I agree with you. Drummond should not be playing any less than 12 to 15 minutes per game. And even then, there's a conversation to be made, depending on the matchup and how many fouls he has, that Drummond should at least be getting 18 to 20 minutes per game. That keeps Vooch fresh, right? And, and especially in the time where we're going to be playing on the road for the next three games, we don't come back home to Chicago until next Monday. We're going to be on the road for the rest of the week. Um you, you, you need to go to the depths of your bench. And Drummond playing like this is going to hopefully help keep Vooch and some of the other starters fresh. Drummond's getting traded. I know that's I know that's going to be. I knew it was going to be somebody who said that. Uh, Achillian says, uh, good win, though. Uh, what did Stacey mean by Coach Pop goes against the grain? He is as woke as they come. That's what going against the grain is, saying that Coach Pop doesn't go with the common. He doesn't go with the common thought. Uh, you know, they talked about it over on the broadcast, even the fact that he wants equality for all people. And he's in, he's been in the state like Texas for as long. Like, Pop just does his own thing. Does his own thing. Jonathan Aegis in the building says, this team, man, literally are leagues above the worst teams, but rarely show it. Hopefully we see more in the back half of the season, back part of the season. I always say half, but we're well over halfway through the season. This was our 51st, uh, 53rd game. We got 20 games, 29 games left on the season, which really isn't that much when you think about it. Hayes, I swear to God, if the Bulls trade Andre Drummond after this, I'm officially done with this dumbass front office from Scoochie. Hey, man, listen, you got to do what you got to do. It depends on the deal. It depends on the deal. Let's wait and see the deal. Hopefully they don't, but let's wait and see the deal. As soon as I saw Dalen cut, I knew it was going to be a slam. You can see it happening. I hope for many more from our young buck. Listen, I still think next season we're going to see a lot of Dalen Terry, and I can't wait. I really can't wait. Shane Max says, I really hope we don't trade Drummond. Ah, listen, we'll get to that when we when we cross that bridge. Evan Lick goes to show if we didn't choke as many games, we could be well. Oh, yeah, if the Bulls didn't shit the bed as much as they have against sub-500 teams, we're looking at a team that's probably 8 to 10 games above 500 at this point. Like, really, just go and look at the schedule and how many games the Bulls have just shitted, crapped against, against teams that are not as good as them. The Bulls are probably, uh, maybe saying 10 is, is a bit much, but at least five to eight games above 500 at this point. This was exciting as hell between Drum, Kobe, and DJJ. I was popping out my seat. Hope this ain't a precursor to Drum and getting traded. Listen, I know everybody, and I know there are a lot of people going to bring up the Drum and trade 
it is what it is, man. We'll we'll see. That's out of our control. We can't control it. But I do like the fact that you brought up Kobe because one of the players I did not talk about in that little intro was Kobe White. Kobe White, 4 of 8 from the field, 12 points, 4 assists, 2 steals, 1 rebound, but the defense. Like, this is another game and another player that is starting to be with Kobe White that if you don't watch the game, you may not always understand the way that Kobe impacts the game, man. Just uh, how many loose balls did he get after? How many balls did he tip? You guys know what I mean. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of that. Um, and Kobe's just, he's just playing damn good basketball. Damn good basketball. D-Dub says, Hayes, I'm worried that DJJ has lost his job as our backup center. Don't worry about it. He should have never been playing backup center. But there's always going to be a role for Derrick Jones Jr. With the energy that Derrick Jones Jr. Play with, plays with, the way he's able to sh- block shots and hit, hit the open three at times, there's always going to be minutes for, for DJJ. Always. Melvin in the building. We need to start and we need to start and do not trade Andre Drummond petition uh, for Acme to see. Listen, I, it it, he, it ain't going to matter. It's not going to matter. This is how they should always play against sub 500 teams. But Drummond gets credit for this win, man. He was feasting. That Drummond was balling out of control, bro. This was like seeing old school Drummond, right? Young Drummond, who was just like dropping double doubles and dunking on people's heads. I called it. His signing was underrated. He can play like uh, this every game. Honestly, now he back in his groove. Well, it's tough for a player to play like this every game. I thought let's, let's not exaggerate, right? Um, because there are going to be some matchups where Drummond just doesn't work. There are going to be some matchups where it does work into the Bulls' favor to go small ball. But listen, Drummond can have an impact. And Drummond is going to be a player that at the bare minimum, even if it's not scoring, he's always going to be able to get your rebounds. He's always going to play solid defense and then when you pair him with Goran Dragic, Dragic is going to find him and he's going to get that man a couple of buckets and alleys if nothing else. Kostaya says Drummond won't do this uh, to every team but he is efficient and a left tackle to Vucevic. Uh, Kobe White has great potential. Dalen Terry with an easy finish by the end. It was good to see Dalen Terry especially to get that bucket man. Say my name in the building says finally got what I asked for some T Bradley minutes. Andre dominated. Love it. Also love the new uh, name Stacey gave DT after the dunk, the dance machine. Uh, I, I, on the on the level of Stacey King nicknames, that's that's towards the bottom there. I just got to be honest there. Doesn't do much for me. But uh, I, I will say, you know, Dalen's going to get a better nickname once he starts playing a little bit more. I have full faith in that. We're going to see Dalen get his nickname probably next season. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Damn, Andre Drummond made everyone else look like a non-factor with how he played. Drummond was, was beasting today. Beaston. Alex Larez says, I do anything to see the Bulls humble the social media Grizzlies. Hey, listen, I love the Grizzlies. I've been on, on record of saying before, they're they're one of my favorite teams uh, to, to watch this season, but they talk too goddamn much, man. For a team that has not accomplished anything, they talk too much. And especially, Ja's going to have to get, Ja Morant's going to be one of those players that at some point, he's going to have to learn how to separate himself from and not negatively. I think every time we hear separate ourselves, we, ne- we think it's negative. But separate himself from maybe some of the people from his past, right? Or just from that image and just focus on ball. And and if he ever does that, it's going to be a, a huge difference for his game. But listen, even without that, uh, John Moran is one of the most exciting players to watch in basketball. And the Grizzlies are one of the toughest teams to beat. And the Bulls are going to have a huge, a huge test in front of them. Uh, to play the Grizzlies at home tomorrow night on a back-to-back. That's why it is good that the big three didn't have to do much of the heavy lifting tonight because they're going to be needed against the Memphis Grizzlies 
Otherwise, we're going to have to rely on a, a complete team game like we did today as well. So let's see if we can get that. I'll tell you what, one thing we're not going to see is Andre Drummond be picked up by uh, Steven Adams and walked off. I guarantee you we don't see that. Kostaya says, uh, Vucevic got some rest for tomorrow's game against Memphis. A hard schedule ahead. Yes. Yes, we're on the road for the rest of the week. That alone is tough. You start off on the road against Memphis on a back-to-back, the NBA be knowing what they're doing, man. Michael Galileo in the building says, delusional bull here. Drum going to be an all-star. All jokes aside, great to see him moving the ball well in the lane. Still terrible job at letting the Spurs get to the paint. Memphis won't be as easy. Absolutely. The Bulls got to be locked in against Memphis. They can't have these defensive lapses that we saw in simple pick-and-roll game like we saw uh, tonight against the Spurs because the Grizzlies are going to make you pay. So uh, we got to see what happens with that. Yoselin in the building says the Bulls won on my birthday. Wish I could have gone to the game, but with how up and down this team, couldn't risk being disappointed in person. I feel you, and I think there are a lot of Bulls fans that probably agree with you on that as well. But I'm glad they got the win. We got a lot of birthdays coming up. We got your birthdays today, Shay's birthdays tomorrow. Somebody else also said their birthdays tomorrow. Uh, so happy birthday to the CBC family celebrating their birthdays. My mom's birthday was yesterday, so also uh, happy birthday to my mother. Um, Got to say it on the air. You know, you know, it is what it is. Marvin, the motivator, says uh, that's the kind of game I'm talking about, guys. Um, this can be a season changing game, guys. A win against a team we should beat. The fact that we're looking at a team that we should be as a as a season changing game, though, is a little bit concerning. Let's let's say the Memphis game. Right. If this Bulls team shows up and not to say that we're expecting the same point in uh, out, uh, input or anybody from from Drummond or something. But if the Bulls can play this way, um, Tomorrow against Memphis, that what I would be say is a, is a is a season changing game because the Bulls haven't fared well against the West as a whole, and definitely not the top teams in the West. So if we can play against uh, the Memphis Grizzlies like this and get a dub against the Grizzlies and hit 500 at the same time, that right there is a season changing win in my opinion. But you know, not to take away from you. The Black Prophet said, "I still don't understand why Drummond is not a starting center in this league. Oh, because the league is passed up centers like him." That's just it. There's not very many centers like him that still start. Um, centers that aren't mobile. Um, centers that not even the stretching the floor aspect of it. But the thing is, is that I'm just, there are some teams where Drum, like Drummond would definitely start on like the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, you know. But you know, it it it, it is what it is. That's, I'm glad that we have him. If he was a starter, we wouldn't have him. So I'm glad that we got him. Emmanuel says, Hayes, what are your thoughts on the potential of Andre Drummond and Jared Vanderbilt duo off the bench when we trade for him? I feel like it would solidify our bench front court. Oh, I've said this before. Like, either either Jay Crowder or Jared Vanderbilt next to Drummond, that is a nasty bench combination and a, and a, and a front court combination off the bench that is going to make people pay in the pick and roll and pay for penetrating on this team. I guarantee it. Now, I don't know how realistic the Jared Vanderbilt trade is. When you hear some of the, the trade talks surrounding him now, it seems like maybe the Bulls are going to be priced out when it comes to Jared Vanderbilt. But um, you, you never know. Well, weirder things have happened and can happen. But uh, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the way that it goes. But, uh, you know, hopefully I'm wrong. If the Bulls do add Jared Vanderbilt, shout out to him. The ultimate rage says the team is better than their damn record for real. For Oh, for sure. We're, we're, we have way more better talent than what our record says that we do. But they haven't played up to that, right? It's, it's easy to say that, hey, we're a better team than our record. But at the end of the day, when the season ends, nobody's going to look at the Bulls' record if it's bad and say, oh, yeah, the Bulls only got, you know, they, they were five games below 500. But they were a much better team than that. No, it doesn't matter, right? You got you, you got to prove it by the way that you play the game. So we'll see if the Bulls team can continue this, this level of play. 
Ben Paul with the Super Chat. Thank you for supporting the channel, my brother. Since two and a half games out of the sixth seed, I don't give a fuck. Shaking my damn head or shaking my head, we're coming. Hey, man, anything's possible. Anything's possible, bro. Especially when everything's as tight as what it is, man. Um, that's, what, that's what he said. But, you know, it is what it is. Jay Capone, the Don, the king of the South Side, says, my 28th birthday today. Happy birthday to Jay Capone as well, bro. Happy birthday to you, fam. Bro, John Morant lame, uh, bro. Think he should ignite or something. Listen, I told you guys before, as much as I love John Morant, I don't have blind fandom for any player. I don't have blind fandom for any player on my team, much less a team that I just enjoy watching. John Morant, the moment I heard him call himself Black Jesus, I was like, all right, man, listen, you're doing too much, bro. Like, you can't, you can't actually refer to yourself as Black Jesus. Like, you just, you can't do that. Vern in the building says, yo, what up, Hayes? We get the dub, but after listening to the Hoop Collector podcast today, I do expect the Bulls to be active at the deadline, according to him. Listen, I told you before, Vern, you always be coming here quoting what other people said on the podcast, bro. Don't always believe that, man. I mean, like I said before, I think a, a minor deal probably is down the road, but I wouldn't necessarily even bet on that. In my opinion, with Mike Jones, Mike Jones says, uh, what up, Hayes? I know you mentioned before that you hope if DeMar signs another contract with the Bulls that he agrees to come off the bench. I think he could maybe win six-man award. What say you? Oh, for sure. DeMar DeRozan coming off the bench could absolutely be six-man of the year. And he could be a six-man of the uh, year of the conversation every year he plays and he comes off the bench. Which, if you look at DeMar DeRozan and how he's really adding to a potential Hall of Fame resume as he gets ready to to retire at some point, winning a couple six-man of the year awards – can't help but, you know, to solidify that a little bit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Bathor Payne says, facts on job. I'm a regular-ass dude in it, and in it, and even I can't rock with some of the folks I came up with. When you put yourself on a ticket to feed yourself and your fam, don't thug it all away. I agree with you. And, and you know, hopefully he sees that. With maturity, I'm sure that he will. Most players do. But, uh, yeah, you just you, you, you got to get it together, man. You got to get it together. And I, I would hate to see his career be deterred by extra shit when it didn't have to be. DJJ plus 32, Drummond uh, plus 30, Drogic plus 18, Kobe plus 20. They're just starting to come together. Let's keep it up. Marvin the Motivator with the facts there. Reginald Short in the building says, to be honest, I wasn't sure we'd win even when we had an 18-point lead. Well, there was a there was a point in the fourth quarter. I think uh when the when the Bulls had went on a 25 to 5 run and all the momentum was with the Bulls, the UC was rocking. That's that was when I was confident. I think that I think that was with still like nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. I was like, nah, the Bulls went in this game. I really got confident. Now that definitely could have came back to bite me in my ass. Don't get me wrong. But at that point, that's when I was confident in, in the Chicago Bulls' ability to close out this game. Melvin says, to be honest, bro, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bulls get rid of Drummond considering they've been getting rid of fan favorites since Kyle Korver and Nate Robinson days, Bobby Porter, et cetera. Completely different front offices, though, with that. Completely different. And different scenarios. The Kyle Korver thing, they only traded Kyle Korver, keep in mind, because uh, Derrick Rose wasn't healthy and the Bulls had paid the luxury tax for the first time in franchise history, and they needed to cut roster. Nate Robinson wasn't traded away. Nate Robinson chose to sign with Denver and then tore his ACL that offseason. Bobby Portis, Bobby Portis got offered an extension. He turned the extension down. The front office then was like, hey, we don't want to risk possibly losing him in free agency. He was poison pill deal eligible, which would have completely tanked the Bulls' salary cap. They decided to trade him. So let's make sure we put that framework around those things. The only player in the players that you listed that was just an outright trade that did 
didn't necessarily need to be traded was Kyle Korver. But again, Nate Robinson chose to sign elsewhere, and then Bobby Portis turned down an extension, and he didn't get that same level of money that the Bulls offered him for four years after the. He had to sit around with minimum deals for four years after. Matter of fact, the Bulls' contract would have been over with at that point. He should have took the extension. So Memphis been talking in mad trash this year. I want to beat them. Go be a tough one. Going to be a tough one. Oh, it's definitely going to be a tough game. Definitely going to be a tough game. Uh, didn't John Morant grow up with a whole ass basketball court in his backyard talking about he grew up in the trenches? <laughs> uh, Hayes, I wanted to ask you, man, do you think the Bulls are preserving drumming for later in the season and the chance that we actually make the playoffs play in? Um, no, because I think when you if you're when you're struggling and you're sub 500, if you're reserving or pre- trying to preserve a player for a possible playoff run, that's stupid. I hope that's not what they're doing because that would be dumb. That would just be dumb of them. Brandon L. Jet says, I watched a few of, of you being were being disrespectful to the Kanye boys after last game. I got your screen names. I'll leave it right there. Wait, who was being disrespectful? Y'all were being disrespectful to the Kanye boys? Don't be disrespectful to guests. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today in the house that was holding it down drew says do you see the Cavs have removed kevin love from the rotation he could be a possible buyout option for- oh if kevin loves bought out i would love if if and that is if the bulls don't make other moves and they're just sitting there looking at buyout candidates if kevin love was a buyout candidate i would cut tony bradley and add kevin love not only is he better back into the bench players a player that can stretch the floor another solid rebounder doesn't give you much defense but some of the things that he does bring could very well be useful for the Chicago Bulls. So, damn, Bobby took an L. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he definitely, right? And 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 don't get me wrong. The Bulls took an L in that in a, in a way as well because imagine had Bobby stuck around and been in this culture, right? Again, what, what would have changed? What, what wouldn't have changed? Like, who would we drafted? Who wouldn't we have drafted? All that does change some things. But, like, having a if Bobby Portis would have been the most tenured Bull at this point, Man, it would have been great to see. Like, and he'd be the perfect bench player for us as well. Perfect bench player for us. Justin Lawson says, "Bro, I love that you know your shit." I, I, I tell, I tell people, and this isn't even like a brag. Like, I am an actual, a lifelong Bulls fan. All thirty six years of my planet have been being a Bulls fan. So, like, the way that I can recall Bulls facts is like, I'm not gonna say it's second to none because there are tons of Bulls fans that have been fans of this team that long. But like. That's that's why I love this team, man. That that's what I think I hope makes Chicago Bulls Central different is that I legitimately love this team. I live and breathe the Chicago Bulls. I remember so much about the history of this team and the times that I've been watching them. Uh, but yeah. Uh people were saying the season was over. I always said told people that um who who like to make those knee-jerk reactions, man. Y'all y'all got to chill on that. Y'all got to chill. Rap uh, God Reloaded says the Kanye boys got good content. Yeah, bro. Like, they got to fix, like, 
they're waiting on on this mic specifically to come out. I think once the Cognac Boys get that new mic, um, it's going to really help the production quality. But we, the Cognac Boys, I've said this for for a year and a half now. They are too damn good, too damn good for people not to know to not be household names. Like the Cognac Boys are good, man. I can't. I, I this it, it it disappoints me to know that some people were hating on the Cognac Boys for holding it down for me in the last game because those are my guys, man. And they and they they got, have great content. Juan Miller says, hey, Hayes, I didn't get to watch the game. I feel sorry to hear uh, you lost there. But to hear Drummond have a huge game just frustrates me because he is not used properly, nor is Vooch used properly. Hey, listen, and that's crazy because when you look at them, like this is the same coach who in college had a young Joe Kimnoa and, and Al Horford, who had Steven, a young Steven Adams. Like, why don't you know how to use your big man correctly? That's crazy. I like the chemistry Io and Vooch has gained these past two seasons. Oh, yeah. You can see. And, and P. Will, too. Like, um, uh, Ricky Fontaine texted me something. It's something I have to research. He's like, has has Vooch ever missed a shot that uh, that coming off a of P. Will pass? And it's like, hey, that's that's interesting take. But, yeah, Io definitely knows where Vooch likes to get his passes at now. Uh, Hayes, I don't know if you saw the discussion uh, we were, has on Discord server, but do you think it's a dumb take to say DeMar is hindering the progress development P-Will could be making. No, I don't think it's a dumb take. I don't think it's a dumb take at all. And I think just by the nature of, and again, that's not to say DeMar's a bad player or anything, but if you don't have a DeMar DeRozan on this team, it it forces the other players in the starting lineup to take more shots. And by that, P-Will would, would be developing at a different rate if you had to rely on no one for your offense. We're seeing his offense start to come along now, but it's a completely different. That's why when you see like most fourth overall picks that go to bad teams, they do accelerate faster than what P-Will has because they are forced to be a focal point in many ways on the teams that they go to. So, no, I don't think it's a dumb take. I think some people try to paint it as like, well, uh, DeMar sucks. And it's like, no, DeMar doesn't suck. DeMar's playing this game. But just by the nature of, of players getting more shots, it does change some things for players. Now, Bobby doesn't feel like he took an L because he won a chip. True, true. And 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 championships overall. Um, so, yeah, I mean, definitely with that. And he, and he still eventually got his money. So, yeah. Justin Lawson says, I'm 32 from Chicago. I feel you, brother. Like, it's... And we've that's why when people are like, oh, this is the worst bull season ever, I'm like, hey man, listen, I've been through some shit with this team. Y'all made me think, y'all made me have to root that freaking uh 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 what's what's boy's name? Why am I blanking on his name? Uh Eddie Curry was gonna turn into something. I was literally, but y'all, we got baby Shaq, we got the next Shaq. Knowing damn well that dude's footwork couldn't couldn't support that claim. But you know, it is what it is, man. Sean in the building says, this is why you're my most favorite Bulls-related content creator. Hayes, great analysis uh, and quite the Bulls historian. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I, I, I Literally, like I said, I love this team, fam. Love it. Um, that P-Dub and, and AD pick and, pick and roll. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, listen, P-Will needs to be used in pick and rolls more often because he can shoot. He can pass. If, depending on the player that's on him, he can take – other power forwards off the off the dribble. Like, we need to see him put in that situation a little bit more. Shot Bulls podcast, the Kanye boys, and it says Drip 100. What's going on? That's my fam in the building right there. That is my fam. We don't play about fam. Yo, Hayes, if given the opportunity to get Dorian Finney-Smith or Josh Richardson via trade, which one would you rather have? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm going to say Dorian Finney-Smith because I think he can play more positions on this team. I think it's a more seamless fit in. The Josh Richardson, 
I just I, I've never been big on Josh Richardson's game outside his maybe second year. Um, I was really high like that because his plus minuses at one point were just like, hey, man, this dude's about to be a star. And then it literally fell off big time. The Jerry and Grant era, bro, that's that's something I definitely want to forget. Baby Shaq, that motherfucker wasn't even ba Big Baby Davis. That's crazy, bro. But accurate. Accurate as hell. Jimmy Sabrinsky in the building. Hi, bro. How you doing? I hope the Bulls could keep the winning streak going. You and me both, fam. I've said it before. This Bulls team needs to go on like one of those six, seven, eight game winning streaks. Now, again, we got Memphis. Well, we're going to Memphis. Don't know how viable that is that that's going to happen. But if the Bulls were, if the Bulls went on like an eight-game winning streak, it drastically changes. Like it, it completely changes where we can where their ceiling is for the rest of the season. So why is my hat won't stay straight today? Like what's going on? Oh, that's because this. I hate snapbacks for that reason. Alana says, uh, are you doing Locked On tonight? So, okay, I've, we've been getting questions. So keep in mind, Locked On doesn't go live after every game on weekends. So uh, uh, Sunday through Thursday, probably Fridays as well, if there's a game, we will go live after games. When there's weekend games, like Saturday, Sunday games, we probably aren't going to go live, but we'll, we will be live tonight. Green Beans, who says, born in Chicago, raised in Connecticut, grown to a man in Kentucky, just letting you know you have a supporter in Kentucky. Go Bulls. I appreciate that, Green Bean. Um, we lived a little bit in Fort Campbell uh, growing up, so um, – I, I won't act like I'm familiar with the area because I was so young when we did. I really don't remember much of it. So Jeremiah Yotter says, talk about Chicago Bulls history. Hayes, when I was your age, the Bulls were right in the middle of their repeat, repeat magical seasons. What an unforgettable, amazing time. That's one thing that I hope that I get to experience in my lifetime is the Bulls not only being a championship team, but being being in the middle of like a, a repeat, a three-peat, like just something that is like, hey, this is history, right? Like we're 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 not only a team, but we're, we're building a dynasty. Like that's what I hope to be able to see in my bulls lifetime. I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, just being realistic, but I would absolutely, absolutely love to see it. Hayes, what's the over under for the bulls fumbling an inbound tomorrow? Oh man. Especially if the game's uh, close, it's, it's high probability, brother, high probability. Oh my goodness. Billy said he likes how Drummond is playing, but he wants to keep exploring DJ, DJJ at the five. That doesn't surprise me. When you look at it like that's that's the Billy Donovan's methodology, and especially when you hear the rumors that the Bulls could be looking to move Andre Drummond by the trade deadline, doesn't surprise me that he says that. Sucks, right? But doesn't surprise me. Dark Wolf says some love from Portugal. Hayes, well, thank you for uh, for coming and joining us from Portugal, bro. I appreciate that. Uh, was at the game with my boy. It was a great game, and glad the Bulls pulled away eventually in the fourth. Andre Drummond was an absolute problem offensively and defensively. And that is the thing that's special about Andre Drummond. When he gets to playing with confidence, when he gets to playing with momentum um, and those things, he's just a different player on both sides of the ball. And he kept the fouls down in this game. Drummond played a damn good game today. Damn good game from Drummond today. Folk took nine shots. He's definitely getting traded. That's funny. Drogic and Javante for Bones. Who says no? Um... That's honestly not a bad trait. I'm not even going to front on you. I wanted to try to break that apart. It's honestly not a bad trait. Um, I, I would hope the Bulls can get at least a second back in that as well. But that's that's honestly that's of all the fan promoted trades. That's not that's not a bad one. That's definitely not a bad one. Tyrus Thomas, Eddie Curry, and Jay Williams were the biggest bust in Bulls history. Well, Jay Williams, I don't I don't label it a bust only because it was 
due to unforeseen circumstances now. I can completely understand people saying it was a bust, especially because he shouldn't have been on that goddamn thing anyway. Eddie Curry definitely bust Tyrus Thomas, especially when you look at the, the fact that we could have had LaMarcus Aldridge. But again, had we dra- taken LaMarcus instead of Tyrus there, do we get Derrick Rose? That's the biggest question. Is LaMarcus Aldridge good enough? Keep in mind, he would have been our front court with Ben Wallace. That's a hell of a front court. I don't know if the Bulls are bad enough. Even in, keep in mind, so that season, we beat the season we drafted Tyrus Thomas. We swept the Miami Heat. It was the following season. We had the down season, and then we got D. Rose. But my question to that is, I think if we have LaMarcus Aldridge in place of that, the Bulls are too good. That's just my opinion. I think the Bulls are too good. Alice Caruso for Herb Jones. Now I'll keep AC. Keep AC. Marcus Pfizer is definitely a bust. 125% a bust. Bathlore Payne says, man, LaMarcus Aldridge could have given us a decade plus of ball. Sure, people love D. Rose, but L.A. would have uh, been special. See, that's the thing. L.A. would have been cool. Don't get me wrong. But I think most Chicago Bulls fans will tell you that they would rather have D. Rose um, because of the MVP, because of the storyline being from Chicago, because of everything surrounding that. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Marcus Marcus Teague, that's that's always tough. What was the 30th pick, though? But, yeah, man, Marcus, that was – that dude forgot how to play bass, and he looked good in college. It wasn't like Marcus Teague was one of those players in college where it's like, oh, he's okay. Let's take it. Let's take a risk on the upside. Teague looked good in college, and then it just he got into the NBA and it was just like, hey man, what is this? What is this? All right, y'all getting. I'm not reading no more trade scenarios. Y'all getting a little. Y'all getting a little special there. Y'all getting a little inside the Chicago Bulls. Y'all getting a little. What up, guys? Um. So, uh, we heard from a Bulls insider that the Chicago Bulls are considering trading Alex Caruso um, for uh, 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 Herb Jones. And, guys, this is this is real special, guys. An insider said this, guys. The Bulls also in this trade. They would immediately start Herb Jones. And Herb Jones will become the next Michael Jordan. Hey, come on, fam. We got to stop with that. Y'all doing, y'all doing that inside the Chicago Bulls? No, fam. What y'all doing, bro? Black Prophet says, you keep AC because he's one of your best defensive players. Also, you don't know when Lonzo's going to return. Completely agree with you there. Completely agree with you. Oh, bro, that's funny. Paul Zipser, who we're high on, you know, and who also was probably high on the team. Um, Yeah, what's going on here? Why are we forgetting about uh, the next Steph Curry, Denzel Valentine? Because, listen, we try to forget Gums McGee as much as possible. Like you, you don't just want to mention him. He's like he's like a like Candyman. Like you, you mention his name too many times, he's gonna pop up on your ass. Like, and we can't. I can't take that. My heart can't take seeing Gums. Like, if you're in a dark room and all you see is Gums running towards you, you got you'll be terrified. You'll be terrified. I hear that ICB voice and see a ridiculous thumbnail with a healing urgent trade update. AC to be traded. Hate them bullshit clickbait channels, bro. That shit. That shit drives me crazy, bro. That shit drives me crazy. Except none of the good places are open now. It's too late. What's happening? What did I miss? I'm talking about food again. Guys, should I get pizza tonight? Yeah, every day. Get pizza. What you talking about? <laughs> Gums, motherfucking McGee, bro. Like that's. That's deep, man. That's that's wild. Did not realize. Oh, Herb Jones isn't a bad player at all. Let's be clear. Herb Jones is not a bad player. This is not a player that you give up AC for. That's a player you try to add to what you have on the bench. You don't give up AC for that. 
in my opinion, at least, for whatever that's worth. Alana definitely hot. Absolutely. Like, you already know. She 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 got a couple of them beans, um, some gummies, and she's just sitting there. You know, next thing you know, she's going to be like, how do we how do we actually know water is indeed wet? How do we know that that how do you test for that? How do you test for water being wet? How do you test for that? That's Alana right now. She's gonna be like, I, I you know what? I wanted some refried beans, but I couldn't remember who fried them the first time. Who fried the beans the first time? Do you guys know who fried the beans the first time? You don't know? Oh, I'm not eating that shit. That that that's Alana right now. You know she's tripping. <laughs> The Ultimate Rage says, I honestly need an edible hookup. <laughs> That's funny. I'm ready for uh, future Bulls legend, Willie Hernan Gomez. Yeah, man. Uh, that, I'm good on that. I'm, that's just such a such a weird trade rumor. And then even if you are, right, whoever came out with that and wanted to go ahead and publish that, I understand it. But, like, even if, you, if you're a reporter and you get that and you're like, hey, guess what we heard? The, the, Chicago, hey, hey, the Chicago Bulls are, are interested in – Willie Hernan Gomez. Why do you run that as the headline of your article? Did that get you clicks? Did that work for you? Did it get you clicks? <laughs> Who the fuck fries beans? <laughs> oh man. Oh, she definitely with the uh with the vacuum cleaner uh uh vacuum in the grass outside. That's definitely Alana. Jamal in the building says, yo, Hayes, keep up the good work. I'd want to see five of the best microwave scores play against five of the best defenders like AC Herb, Smart, P-Will, and Portal. Man, that, that'd be interesting. That'd be a boring-ass game, bro. Like, that that's – you remember how boring the finals were between the Spurs and the Detroit Pistons? That's going to be that all over again. That was a boring-ass final. Good basketball, but yeah. Andres Nocioni would absolutely – Feast in this in this uh, league for sure. Justin Lawson, do you fuck with Bull? Absolutely, Jamal's my guy. He's been on the show before. Um, yeah, me and Jamal did an episode. We'll probably do another episode this summer. It's just difficult to get schedules to line up during the season. But yeah, Jamal to me is one of the goats of Bulls content creators. Period. No, I remember Michael Sweetney, uh, old odd shaped ass dude. Wasn't he like six seven and like three hundred pounds? Michael Sweetney was like that dude was trash too. Trash too. Devonte says, "If dumb Billy Donovan played Drummond and Drogic more, we would have a winning record." Ah, I disagree with that to a degree. I do think that we would have won some games, especially some of those games where we just got outworked because of size and energy. I definitely think Drummond helps that. But Goran Drogic, I think what keeps Goran Drogic special is the fact that we keep his minutes low. I think if Goran was playing heavy minutes on this team, it would not nearly be the same. Kurt Thomas was especially nice for us when he came um, and he was starting with Ben Wallace because there was a game in the playoffs against the Detroit Pistons where Kurt Thomas scored 20 points in a quarter. I remember that. And I remember people like, oh, he's going to be mentoring uh, Tyrus Thomas. He's going to take him under his wing. That shit ain't pay off at all. But Kurt Thomas was was good for us. Of the three replacement point guards, DJ, Nate, and Aaron, who would fit best on this team? Probably Nate Robinson. Man, listen, I talked about that at the halftime hangout. I got so tired of Bulls fans during that era, man, especially it was like it was I, I, I somebody correct. I believe it was in December. I was like, listen, I'm not doing no more trade conference. I'm not reading your, your comments on this live. If it's about a trade. I'm not doing it. not doing. It. I still wonder how the Clippers felt getting 11 threes uh, dropped on their heads by the dysfunctional light skin Zachary Thomas Levine. Bro, like you I, I know people think that they cooking when they do this weird shit. 
But when you focus in on one player and just want to tear them down, that's just weird. It's not funny. It's not witty. It's just strange. It's just, it's really just weird. It it really is. I like I, I don't I don't know what to say about it. It's 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 just strange. Hell yeah, bro. Uh hell yeah, I love you, bro. No homo, but I love to see Bulls fans work work together. Oh man, I've said it before. I've said it on Twitter. Like almost any Bulls podcast that I get invited on, I'm gonna go on. Just because I love talking about this team. Now I remember people saying, no, you know what? Worse than the people that were saying we should trade for Gobert, it was the people who were like, what are you talking about? The Bulls absolutely have the best package they can offer, the best package that can be offered for Rudy Gobert. And I'm like, in what world do you think the Bulls have the absolute best package that could be offered? And then, uh, like, Pat, I love Pat the designer. You guys know that's my little brother. But, like, even Pat was like, oh, we can get Rudy. We can do it for this. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? And then when the trade went down, it was like, yeah, I guess we couldn't. I guess we were priced out. Yeah, because that was bad. That was just like, that writing was on the wall with that. Oh, the let's get Boogie Cousins people. That is wild. Um, I love the support. Chicago has been great to me. The fan base has been awesome. Very supportive of me being here. Bulls drumming. Uh, do you think those are words from a person that knows he's being traded? Oh, man. Um, it could be. I mean, it could be when you, especially when you factor in the fact that he getting him getting those expensive ass cookies for everybody. It's like, why? That's just a weird thing to do in the middle of a season. But I mean, I would not be surprised at all. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we trade Drummond. It sucks, but I wouldn't be surprised at all. Do 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 do. All right, we hit our forty five minute mark. I got to get ready to go do locked on bulls, y'all. Um, I love you guys, man. Thank you so much for supporting the channel. If you're not subscribed to the channel, hit the subscribe button. We're actually only four subscribers away from being at 10,300, which is wild because we just passed 10K like less than a month ago, I think. So you guys have really been showing out. I appreciate appreciate you guys and all the support that you've been giving uh, this channel. Make sure you guys support. Also, I know if you guys, I know this, we mainly watch on YouTube, but if you guys can do me a favor, go over to Apple Podcasts. Pull up Chicago Bulls Central. Leave a rating there. You can just leave a rating based off how you feel about the YouTube videos. Make sure you guys do that as well. Going to cut this short tonight just because we have a back-to-back, and I got to do Locked on Bulls after this, and I got to do the same thing tomorrow night as well. So I'm trying to conserve my voice as best as possible. Thank you so much for giving me all the love and support and just being the best Bulls community on all of YouTube. If you want to follow the show, make sure you do so at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. Like I liked in everything on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Breaks Breaks Media. 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 Media.